0: Hey there, welcome to The Ohioan. Lots of stuff going on. Um, wanted to mention a couple things really briefly. We are still doing podcasts every day, but we're opening up a new feed for our pop culture podcasts. Um, it, just so if you're into the pop culture, you got a place to go. If you're in Ohio, you got a place to go. And uh, I want to thank Craig and Joe, uh, my guests. Well, first of all, how you guys doing? Just want to introduce you. I'm Chris. How are you doing, Craig and Joe? Doing well. Fair to Midland, fair to Midland. Okay. (laughs) Last week, um, you know, stuff happens. Your power goes out for a couple hours, and it went out for me last week. I'm out in the middle of a podcast, and uh, thanks to Craig and Joe for taking this on. Uh, We're starting something different. We're kind of doing a little bit more on the pop culture end, and um, we're this time with Craig, and hopefully Joe can stick around with us each week, uh, we're going to pick a random YouTube video. Now it could be something viral that goes out, or it could be a show. So you know, hey, pop culture related, something fun that we could do. And we started the concept last week with Bradshaw Bunch. I was a little disappointed. I missed that. Um, I heard you guys had good things to say about Bradshaw Bunch. Yeah, liked it a lot.
1: Very pleasantly surprised.
2: Yeah yeah, I- similar similar reaction for me. <laughs> I was I was I did not expect much out of it, and I was like
0: Oh. <laughs> it's kind of hard <laughs> yeah. I gotta say I didn't get through the whole first se- season Last year But the ones I watched It was very crazy Lots of wild episodes <laughs> This one wasn't as much wild um, You guys gotta check out The craziness of episode of season one
1: Yeah, I mean, it was worth, uh, I think it was worth uh, extra viewings, you know. I mean, we we talked a little bit about, uh, you know, the pleasant surprise that it was and that it was really, uh, you know, kind of a refreshing reality TV and, you know, something that we thought, you know, you'd be fun to go back and kind of catch up on.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I appreciated that. I mean, there wasn't the, uh, you know, there wasn't real housewives or, or, you know, similar levels of, of tension and, and, and you know, conflict. It clearly wasn't intended for that, you know.
0: Yeah. I I will say my criticism is, and again, I watched half of last uh, season, very sappy. I mean, I, I get what was going on. I get how Bradshaw wanted to do better for his family. I, I was just hoping for a little bit more craziness. There was enough craziness yeah. for me, but – Hey, that's what happens when you pick a random show you haven't seen yet. But, hey, yeah, good right? for the Bradshaw family. It seems like Terry's going in a better direction. Now, after that, um, Terry did have an issue. I think it was the day after we recorded this. Um, I guess he made a, I don't know how you say it, a creepy remark to Aaron Andrews. I don't know if you guys heard about that. No. Um, no. Yeah, it was. it was a comment that, uh, a little creep, creepy, twenty years ago, but in 2020, the new reality that we're in probably shouldn't have been said. And, and Terry's fine. I'm
1: like, he was and, always a little bit that way when they had what was her name, Jillian Barbary, uh, back, yeah, back when she yeah, was on yeah, the box yeah. pregame. He was always a little uh, <laughs> strange uh, with her around as well. So I think there's a lot of hubbub on the
0: internet. I don't think. I mean, as of this taping, he's been. He's he's still employed, and I don't think he's gonna lose his job over it. But right, it was a little bit on the creepy side, but it, it's fine. I mean, just be careful what you say to younger people if you're old, old dude. We all uh, have learned that story since we're all getting older by the day. So, yeah, all right think about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it wasn't anything like I don't know. Oh, who's the movie director? The infamous movie director, the one that oh, I can't. Yeah, it was a Roman Polanski esque, but it was just kind of hey, you know. We all say things that after we say them, we're like, hey, uh, we probably shouldn't have said. it. So, all right. So yeah, I want to recap it since I missed last week. Uh, so we're picking a different YouTube video, and if you have any ideas, send them in, Joe or Craig. As we're talking about this week, let's know at the end. We'll try to pick an idea for next week. But this week, I was kind of excited. I, I'll be honest. I love sitcoms. I'm not watching that many current sitcoms. Maybe it's because with streaming, you've got a billion sitcoms you can watch. But I'm looking for a new sitcom. I like quirky stuff. I like funny stuff. I'm looking for something that could have that. And I got to tell you, uh, CBS was promoting Ghost. Saw a lot of uh, promotion in early NFL season. And I'm like, huh, I got to check it out. I've watched the first three episodes. And I'm intrigued. I'm not it's not the office level for me yet, but I'm intrigued. So when we're looking at something to watch for this week, hey, the first three episodes are on YouTube. I said, guys, let's at least watch the first episode, and we're going to talk about the first episode tonight. And I don't know. I'm I'm just a brief overview. We'll start with you, Joe. Uh, we got a note from you on messages, and, and mm-hmm. you seem a little intrigued so far. Yeah,
2: yeah. I uh, um, Similarly, I'm... I'm Usually looking for a new show because mostly I watch either limited miniseries, limited series, that sort of thing, or or I revisit series that I've already watched. I'm like, you know, well, I'm the Sopranos is the Sopranos, the Wire is the Wire, you know, stuff has a it's a finite number of episodes. Um, so when you mentioned this, I was like, yeah, well, let's, I'll check it out. And yeah, I I, I liked it. You know, I'm, I I like quirky stuff um it's not uh, of course it's on CBS so it's not what we do in the shadows level of right. language and, and such but I I love the fact that it's a of course based on the BBC series I love the fact that it's it's got it's kind of an original idea I know the US remake it sounds weird to say it's an original idea but for the BBC series you know concept right. is original and uh I like shows that have a big regular cast yeah you know what I mean, hire people who can who can breathe some life unintended into the characters and uh and let them run with it, you know, and I watched the first episode, and I liked it, you know i'm I'm like sure i'll I will especially you know for you know a, a sub thirty minutes, watch a couple episodes with the with the wife and the kid while we're having dinner or something or or after dinner or whatever. Um, yeah, I'll see where it goes. you know,
0: yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I'm optimistic looking forward to it. So uh, Craig, let's start this episode. Um, you got a nice young couple, they're a spunky couple. I guess the the guy where's the guy at work,
1: Craig? I, I can't remember. They don't really I, I mean, through the first episode and that's all I have seen. It doesn't really okay. – it, it just indicates that they live in New York City. Uh, sort of that hustle and bustle of the big city life doesn't really specify, you know, what they do for a living or and sometimes, you know, you kind of are curious and then sometimes you kind of like do we really care? Do do we really need to know? I'm sure at some right. point they'll probably mention, you know, and in, in a future episode like, oh, I used to be this or, you know, whatever. Now right. it's like right. they are maybe tackling a uh, bed and breakfast possibility with this inheritance
2: yeah i don't remember a job for is it jay is jay the uh yeah the husband yeah i don't remember a job for jay but samantha's job she was a she's a freelancer right and she like a yeah, yeah. Journalist a freelance or something? Freelance writer. yeah yeah wow. yeah because she said she. yeah because she said she could do it from anywhere when they brought up, she brought up the bed and breakfast thing. Right, right. Yep. Was, she was like, "I While can do they that
1: in the middle you know, of the, Yeah, yeah. You know, remodel yeah. the house and everything.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this so probably not covering city council meetings. It's yeah, right. <laughs> yeah.
1: They always yes. make. Isn't it funny how these shows and you know, us being journalists, we can kind of you know speak to this, but they always make it sound like these, you know, freelance writers or whatever are making like all these dollars and oh, like. God. Where's all this money at that you know apparently exists in the world of journalism? I really getting
2: all this work,
0: you know.
1: (laughs) Well,
0: you would think she's writing for like a major magazine, maybe. I I I would think so. Yeah, I don't think it's your local paper. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah, tough to say. Um, But it's interesting. So okay, you got this young couple. I would imagine that the guy works in an office somewhere in New York City since they're in New York. They live in a real small place, so. And, and that's germane to the story because, hey, if they're going to a house to do repairs, it's not like he's Mr. Fix-It Guy or anything else right. like that. So, right. you know, you've got this couple, and then you've got a scene that was interesting. And you got to recall my memory. I was watching, about ten different TV shows for podcasts this week. <laughs> so uh, if I start talking about Jerry Seinfeld, you know why. But um, so it starts in this house you got these ghosts surrounding this bed. And there's an older lady. She's dying. She dies. And I'm trying to figure out, these ghosts, are they in some type of purgatory? Because they have this speech where the lady dies, her ghost kind of rises above the bed, and they start talking about, hey, we're here. Is this some type of purgatory? Is that why these ghosts are not in heaven or hell? They're just sitting there in the house? I was a little confused by that part.
2: Yeah, uh, um, I'm probably going to reveal my uh, my uh, Yankee ignorance here by you know it's probably resolved in in the in the BBC series, but uh, yeah, I I imagine they're going to unfurl that at some point because when when the when the um, the last living lady of the manor expires and her spirit comes out and then you know within a matter of seconds she, she.
0: and
1: the
2: one guy I think it was the boy said, "Oh well, she's gone." Yeah, yeah <laughs> But it, yeah, that's you know I, I think like that's that's a good question. Yeah, yeah.
1: it seems <laughs> well, like, like there are in that because it seems like they're waiting for her spirit to either stay with them or right. she appears right. to you know ascend into heaven. So apparently that they are sort of in this no man's land of of they're not in heaven or hell and they're just kind of. Being able to be a, a, I think they even mention it that they they're the lucky ones that become spirits that can roam about the the you know this little yeah. small mansion. Right, right. Yeah,
2: they're not and in
0: heaven or hell. They're in upstate New York.
1: And it's interesting.
0: <laughs> once you guys get to episode three, and we'll focus on one for our discussion tonight. But when you get to episode three, there is a a choice where one of the ghosts, you know, they might be taken up because of something. So, kind of interesting. I think that's something you'll see. As the show wears on, but yeah, no, so it was interesting. So, yeah, in Joe's right, it was funny. Uh, they make this big speech, and then the lady's listening, and then boom, she goes up. So, they're like, all right, she's gone, or, <laughs> yeah, I like you know, whatever. Um, I one of the things that intrigues me, and I hate to make the comparison to The Office, but you know, The Office was a you know, a British television show. I liked how there was this big cast of characters, like you guys said, with all the ghosts. I'll be honest, and Craig's our pop culture expert, where Craig knows. I, I mean, I think he wrote IMBD. He knows everything <laughs> backwards and forwards. I, of I the wish. ghosts, I didn't <laughs> recognize any of the characters. They sound, I mean, I'm sure some of these ghosts have been in something over their lives, but these aren't really recognizable actors and actresses that were the ghosts. Uh, did you recognize any of them?
1: I, no, I mean, I, I know Rose McIver has done some things. She's played, she plays Samantha. Um, right, but but in terms of the actual ghost, stuff. yeah, I think Brandon Scott Jones, who's that? Uh, he he died of dysentery. I've seen him in a few things, but yeah, for the most part, you're you're talking about lesser known cast, and I think that lends itself to how CBS has has done this. Where if you're going to go with a large cast, you're probably going to have to cut costs that way. Right. And the best way to cut costs is to hire people that may or may not be well known in the mainstream slash maybe trying to break in and become those stars that maybe you've seen like the Netflix shows do where they've ascended some of those actors and actresses into stardom. And I think that's kind of what they're doing with Ghost. It's funny that you guys have kind of brought up the, the benefits of this ensemble cast. I actually, I liked the first episode, but I actually kind of thought to myself, is there... Is it too much? Are there too many characters that we have to try to get to know? And are we going to properly get to know them throughout whatever this length of season is? Um, probably, a, a, it's probably going to be a half order of a season since it's, you know, it could be a half order for now and then a long break and then maybe come back in the spring. But I kind of wonder if you risk putting yourself in danger of people not really catching on to it because there's so many characters that you're going to have to try to equal out the screen time some people are going to be better than others that you're going to want to have you know like brandon scott jones and his you know his look like a a, you know maybe a soldier or a general or something where you know you you kind of get to know him but maybe you don't get to know him enough and it becomes sort of a who can have the best one-liners throughout the series because there's just so many people that are working in that cast
2: you know, I had kind of wondered something similarly because I, I do. I'm, I'm liking the, the the large ensemble cast thus far, but I'm I'm wondering if it's the sort of thing where, like, by season two, do we see? Oh, a couple of the ghosts have died. You know, like they yeah. just kind of go away, as we've seen yeah. on, you know, historically series have done that. Like, oh, well, the housekeeper was there, and then she wasn't by the second end of the first season, because you know, because nobody the almost, character didn't catch
1: on almost it. like they're yeah exactly like almost like they're going to be like truncating the cast down on who who gets over with the audiences out there like who right, the audiences right. love and who's who has the best screen timing with their comic right. relief and and, and if I, you know think it that might happen.
2: Yeah. yeah if it, if it does I'm, take off and they need to add a zero to the end of some of the other cast member salaries Right. Well, let's do it by chucking a couple of them to the wayside.
1: And they can bring in new ghosts or new cast members, possibly. And I'm sure there's creative ways they can do that where they can maybe shrink down the budget a little bit. But that was the one thing that I thought, you know, some of it was, you know, there was good one-liners, good back and forth. But I just wondered, too many people trying to inhabit this world. And we're all, I mean, we basically were all introduced to them at one time. It was not like oh season three now here's this ghost and see you or what you know or episode four here's this ghost or episode five here's this now we're almost like you've established everybody and not only do you need to get your other cast members over in their backstory but now you have all these ghost characters that you're going to have to try to at least flesh out a little bit because otherwise why why have them
0: right I could be prophetic when I say this or could be ridiculous I'm looking for my next office. I'm hopefully it <laughs> comes back for reboot. It's not coming back for reboot. Let's take care of ourselves. But in looking for that next office, I liked Office when it first came out. I wasn't completely sold on it. I would look through the the set of Office when I first started watching going, holy crap, there's like 10 people in this office. I'm not sure if I'll get to know everybody. Mm-hmm. But, you know, not, not graded. The Office was on for many years. Ghost has been on for three episodes. Right. The ratings are doing pretty well, from my understand. So it shouldn't be canceled today. But you never know. You know, one or two bad weeks and could get canceled. But I think they're setting up what could be a highly successful show. I'm not completely sold on it yet, but I've got high hopes because I liked it with the Office. Where yeah, there seemed to be too many people there, but you saw people develop as the season as the years went on um like kevin the accountant on the office if you just looked at him on the first episode of the show you're like yeah whatever but he he turned out to be a really funny character um oh the the drunk girl i can't remember her on the office the name of the character um
1: oh mindy mindy kaling oh the the redhead
0: um the redhead oh um yeah The the michael hit with the car um Oh boy, I'm. Uh, this is killing me <laughs> now. But it's on the tip uh, of my tongue. Yeah, I, you know. yeah. But we all know who we're talking about. You, you know, the first season, she didn't really did much of anything. But as it went on, she became an incredibly charismatic and crazy character. So yeah. I, I've got high hopes. I, I'm looking forward to seeing a little bit more. Now, the two main characters. If we're looking at the young couple, um, you've got Sam, as we talked about, and Jay. Um, Sam I'm seeing here, Rose McIver, uh, she was on Zombie. I, I really haven't seen iZombie. Uh, she, she seemed to have done a good job. i liked um, oh, I'm going to butcher his name, but Yarkarshi Um He was on Never Have I Ever. Uh, he plays Jay in the couple. I thought he had some good lines. I think he had some yeah. uh, comedy um, through him. Uh, I thought, I. what did you think about those two as the couple? Um, I, I think they're married.
1: Yeah. Yeah, they're they
0: married. married? Yeah. Okay. Uh, are they believable as a couple, I guess, in a show like this?
1: Yeah, I think they have good chemistry with one another. Um, I, I think their banter back and forth is, is fun and and, for, and refreshing. Um, I think, you know, you know you, you hope – I think everybody hopes that you're going to have the next office or the next series that can be your, your mainstay. Yeah. Um, but I, I I think one of the biggest problems is this this show is either going to sink or swim on, two, on 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 a couple of things. You're either going to swim because everybody in the cast just absolutely kills it and everybody falls in love with them, even though they don't maybe know who they are, or it's going to sink because it doesn't quite have the star power. Like yeah. with Office, yeah. you have Steve Carell, and right. people knew Steve Carell. Even if you didn't know John, uh, John Krasinski, you you knew Steve Carell. So that was sort of the selling point. Right. Or in other series, you know, you've had in Kevin James and the King of Queens or Ray Romano or, you know, really well-known people like Ted Lasso's got Jason Sudeikis that people know. And I wonder if, if Ghost maybe loses the audience along the way. Um, and I know it's, it premieres on Thursdays, right? And I don't know what's around it, if they have other comedy blocks like Young Sheldon probably around it. But I kind of wonder if they're either going to sink or swim based on how well this executes with an unknown cast, a relatively unknown cast. I mean, you you might say, oh, I've seen that person in that or whatever, but it could sink because it doesn't have the star power that's going to keep you coming back week after week for seven, eight, nine seasons, especially if this is a full order series and you're getting 22 episodes a year you got to hope that those people just really set the world on fire to where people are going to be like, I've got to see Rose McIver in Ghosts. You know what I mean? Right. Whereas you can already say, well, hey, we've got Amy Poehler in Parks and Recreation or we've got, you right. know, whoever you want in, in you know, Andy Sandberg in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. So shows right. like that have an established kind of star that have been in either things that you've seen like Saturday Night Live or movies or comedies or other sitcoms. And it's allow it allows them to bring that audience over, you know what I mean? So that's the one question I'm going to have on if this can be the next office because it is funny and I did enjoy it and I would watch more of it. I just wonder if the ratings are going to go even flow a little bit. Yeah, that's a a,
2: that's a fair question too. I think that the uh, um, especially with a cast that large, but now they it could be, and of course. series have been hit or miss on this forever. It could be that you know that large cast they drop some people off and then they add some star power yep. by virtue of having such a cast of characters. Right. But you know, then again they could add Joey Lawrence. Or the equivalent. You know what I mean? Like sure. coming in on the season three, we've got to get a boost here. Who are we gonna do? Let's, you know, who who's who's shopping right now, you know, right. for a part.
1: And I would argue that if you're this show is gonna be probably essentially it seems like it's going to be dominated by the ghost characters. I almost think like maybe you should have had one ghost be that superstar actor or actress that you can sort of sell the series on and you can form the trailer around him or her telling funny one liners or witty jokes. And and instead they went for the relatively unknown and maybe that was budgetary issues that this, you know, CBS gives us an order and, they're kind of putting their toe in the water because, you know, and I have never seen the, the 2019 BBC ghost show, but maybe they're thinking they can catch lightning in a bottle with some carryover from that. Right. But I still wonder if like, what if it, it could be anybody, it doesn't have to be anybody in particular, but it could have just been anybody that has, as a known commodity, whether it's on the sitcom circles or, you know, been a good funny character in comedy movies like Steve Carell was at the time. The office was getting in there. They don't have that, but it's not to say that they can't develop it. Because I do think if the writing is good and the delivery is good, these people can become household names in the sitcom world. And all of a sudden you've got, you know, lightning in a bottle. Well, I think you
0: got to cycle some of these guys in and out, too. Especially the ghosts. And because you easily could have new ghosts. I mean, you might even have them as early as Episode 4, you know. <laughs> hey, yeah, there definitely is potential there. Let's quickly kind of talk about some of these ghosts that we have, at least in Episode 1. Um 1700's Melissa um, Man, and uh, this review calls him a dandy guy. You know, kind mm-hmm. of... You know, the, I don't think he ever identified as gay, but I think, you know, 1700s, You know, I, I'm not sure a lot of people were coming out of the closet, but it seemed like he liked the gentleman. I I thought um, he was played by, make um, sure I got, get the guy's name right, uh, Brandon Sky. I, I kind of liked him. I thought he was funny. Um, I'm not sure if it came out episode one, but episode two, there was some um, allusion uh, he referred to the sign of decoration of independence. He's like, Oh, I got caught outside. I I didn't get to sign it. I was outside. So I don't know. Did you guys like him? I thought he was a, yeah, some fun lines. Yeah. I think, I think he's going to, at least he's got the
2: potential to be a standout. Yeah. Um, the character is well-written. I mean, he, yeah, the, the, allusion to whether, you know, the, is he or isn't he as, as far as his, uh, sexuality, you know, he was, he, uh, was talking about when they were talking about let's kill him. when he was talking about the married couple yeah. and and then the uh the one the one uh um or the the yeah the the revolutionary war officers, like oh and look at jay too with those shoulders and that beat we can't yeah, <laughs> yeah i i aha uh-huh. and yeah, it was, yeah. but i did appreciate how it was it wasn't so it wasn't you know Written so broadly that okay, thanks for you know really beating us over the head with it. No, it's like well, you know, it was a yeah. little a, a little bit understated, I guess, for a sitcom.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was it was interesting. Um, then you have any scout troop leader Pete. Now you know it's you know um, Joe talks about what we do in the shadows. This guy was in uh, the show as a guest star, Richie Moriarty and he kind of reminded me, and don't ask me why, but I got into Head of the Class. It was like a sitcom from the mm. 70s or 80s. Yep. And he looked like a guy who was a Head of the Class. I don't think it's the same guy, because he was probably too young to be in that show. But I, I thought it was interesting. And they talked about some of these deaths. And he got shot by Arrow. And he mm-hmm. had an arrow on his head. Yeah. So I thought that was kind of interesting. I, I thought he had a, a fun role.
1: It was it was a refreshing part of it because out of all the characters, he seems to be the one that you can stand you can stand out to know that he got he's dead. Because he's got yeah. an arrow through his neck. Right. Everybody else has to tell you they're dead. He doesn't have to tell you he's dead. He can just show up to the scene and you know he's probably not alive with an arrow through his neck. So right. I think it was good for them to get like a you know, they try to blend everybody where you have some, you know people that are alive or were alive in this you know generation versus people like the Revolutionary War guy you've got Thor um and I think it was good for them to kind of diversify the cast in that way that way you can tell some of those you know those quick jokes about like what's a vehicle or a, you know they called it a you know horse and carriage or something so yeah. but I think he was he was probably the best physical character because you could actually know that he's dead you know he's a ghost because he's got an arrow through his head so it's a nice little touch for them to add some physicality to knowing that these people are dead without them having to announce it every time or whatever it may be.
2: Right, right. Although, no, I, I will say this, that it's not the the the, uh, the Boy Scout with the arrow is is the permanent reminder, but the dude whose head keeps falling off, <laughs> he's dead too.
1: That's but true. He, yeah.
2: We don't see that every scene, so that's right. that's fair.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He's not wearing it all the
0: time. <laughs> right. Oh, okay, who is that guy? I was confused. Was that was that the guy that was wearing the the yeah, who's the guy whose head cut falling off? I was confused by that. That kind of threw me off.
2: Yeah, I I don't know. He may oh,
0: I was gonna be, he
2: may be one of the ghosts who gets cut sooner rather than later. Uh, Okay. Simply
0: because he didn't have a lot of a lot of of roles to play, you know. Um, So he's not one of the ghosts that were in the show. Like I I couldn't figure out if it was one of the ghosts. Like I'm thinking about the guy who was wearing like the suit coat and like boxers. I didn't know if that was him or maybe it was a separate ghost. No, that's the guy. I was a little bit confused. Touch
1: touch stuff and touch it over the. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. Which he's probably my bet for first to be cut because even though he provides like the i I guess he's in love or he he's a attracted to the to rose McIver's character right uh the real world woman but you know it it seems like even though and maybe he's a newer ghost but it seems like he can't even really touch the items to get them to fall over like he he tried to do it while they were sab you know trying that that big uh, you know thing of sabotage in the hallway and it didn't really work, so it's like he couldn't do the job that he's supposed to do. So I wonder if like that is kind of a gimmick that's not going to really play very well, for season on season on season, just touching and knocking something over. Like any one of them could probably go over there and do that themselves too. You would think. Yeah, and that's Trevor, and he's played yeah. by
0: Asher Grobman. And there's no credits. and so This might be his first, you know, gig. I'm not sure. Well, I'm sure he's on stuff before but it might be his first tv um show um i also liked um alberta she was a prohibition singer mm-hmm. uh yeah. danielle pinnock yeah. um
1: yeah
0: i thought she was nice anything that stick out about her yeah
2: i appreciated her um her lines when they were trying to talk about killing them and she was like we can't I'm like we don't have any you know we can't pick stuff up to shoot them we can't pick up a gun to shoot them." Can't put their feet in concrete and drop them off a country bridge. Right.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like, what well, yeah. I think, I think <laughs> she's with got the yeah. with a prohibition yeah.
2: uh, bootlegger for a while. You see through things.
1: <laughs> yeah. I think she's got staying power in this series. Yeah, I think I you know, oh, yeah. They can use her ominous voice and singing, the creepiness when the Hall, you know. She's she's probably another one of those characters that's going to be there for the long haul, I would imagine. Yeah.
0: And then, um, yeah, Native American who didn't have quite as many lines um, named uh, Sasa uh, Piss? Uh, I'm not sure if I got that right. Um, Austin Alley's Roman Zagroza. Um, I think the line stuck out for him was when they were trying to scare the young couple and you know, he was kind of one of the first to say, yeah, let's get them, you know. Um, I don't know. I remember quite as many lines from him yeah. and some of the other characters.
1: I think he's one of those lost in the shuffle kind of characters in this large ensemble and you know with the exception of his of his dress I just I don't you know if he if he were to dress in another normal you know character I don't think he he would have stood out at all so what he was wearing probably helped him more than anything and that's another one of those characters that they could probably if he wasn't in C, in episode 2 of the show I don't know that I would remember that he was in episode one. So I don't know that he right. would be a you know. I think he's a forgotten character in this ensemble. He didn't stand out, and some of the people that the cream rises to the top, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's the acting or the writing or both. I don't think it was you know it was right for him. It just he wasn't in that class.
0: Any thoughts on Native American friendship? yeah
2: i I kind of agree I don't know that um, now of course being that was we only did you know review that we're not we're not talking about the the subsequent episodes we're just talking about the first episode you know um, later in the season they could develop some of these characters a bit more sure. I can see that happening with well, him. Yeah. Yeah. but I would like to point out that his outfit should not change because they should be wearing the clothing they were wearing at the time of their deaths forever right. Cause one dude's got no pants on, yeah, so yeah. you are not going to make us see that, and that did appreciate his, yeah. You know, put your arms down. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. That was that was a <laughs> good that was that good. Was that good. Was good. Yeah. yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm. I, I, I like some some just you know just plain old you know why the chicken cross the road boring kind of jokes, but I appreciate that I I see a lot of potential for them to. Play on that, like you know, as as one liners, like, what are you complain about? I've been wearing this same dress for you know two hundred and seventy two years, right. that sort of thing, right. you know. Yep. Yeah. Um, if they do it, and and based on the first episode, writing was relatively crisp and and, and yeah. pretty quick. You know, there seemed to be a good a good play between Jay and Sam, uh, and and not just in their chemistry, but in in their lines, you know, right. and, and their dialogue. Uh, and so if, I'm hoping that they do that with some of these characters, including our our Native American friend, uh, and and uh, um, especially I, I do want to see um, the, uh, the 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 I forget her name, but the the flapper character we just talked about, and then Thor as well. I do want to see them develop some of those more. But you know, you know I don't know. Yeah, we,
1: and how fun you anyway. know, how fun could the love interest be? You know, obviously the you know Trevor kind of took a little right. eye to, 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 um, Samantha, how fun could it be? You know, you could probably play a joke or two every once in a while with his, the, the lack, the lack of pants. Right. And, you know, he might be stretching or something. And then all of a sudden she walks in now that we know she can see the ghosts mm-hmm. and she walks in on him undressed essentially. And that could be a fun, you know, a fun little joke that they could have some fun right. with everyone. I mean, you don't want to beat it to death, but it's something that they could do for some, gag comedy every once in a while right especially when
2: sam once sam finds out that he's the reason she had the accident yeah yeah because his we finally pushed something over what happened well there she goes so yeah yeah, because i could see that kind of complicating things and plus what kind of love triangle is that between you know i mean i know we had beetlejuice which kind of implied (laughs) you know this is this is a different
1: level of weird. Well, I'm, Again, I'm hoping, dude I'm, ain't got no pants on. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of hoping they don't take it into that territory, but it I seems agree. Like I that's agree. where they're going to take it, though, because of I don't. I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't just one time where he's like, "Oh, she's she's attractive." It was a couple right. of times, so I kind of think that's what they're trying to set up, maybe because he's younger. You know, I mean, right. they would look like a good couple and stuff or whatever. You know, so I, I kind of wonder if that's where they're setting it up. Obviously, we've only seen the one episode, so it's hard to speak on if it was just a one-time thing. But it kind of seems like that's the direction they're steering in.
2: I, I kind of have fingers crossed that, that you're right that they that he's interested in her in this mess. You're dead. Shut up. Yeah, you know, like right. Basically, she just is constantly keeping him at arm. No, stop yeah. it.
1: You know, yeah. If she falls in love with the ghost, I, I think you're going down like even worse than cliche alley it's just it's just not it doesn't make sense you know i i
2: can i can hear the i can hear the motorboat and the water skis and i can see i can see the fonzie with his jacket on at that point yeah on on the water you know
0: (laughs) you you know start circling Yeah, yeah i can
2: totally see that
0: yeah it's like oh a very special episode. No, no thanks. <laughs> I want to quickly get into the plot before we go, but uh, the other characters, real quick, uh, they mentioned Hattie. I'm assuming that was the lady that died at the beginning oh, wow. of the episode. I don't remember her much. You got the hippie girl, and she yeah. was on uh, Jane oh, yeah. the Virgin. Um, not as many lines, but you know she definitely plays a role, and then uh, let's wrap the other ones into one. Um, and you got the guy Thor, you know, who plays a, a big role, you know, from the 1700s. Any favorites from the other three I just mentioned?
1: I like Thor. I think um, I, my, my one concern is with all the characters that are from different eras that we're going to get... I'll, I hope we don't get the beat over the head every episode with you're a fish out of water in this situation because this right. is A 21st century joke and you don't get it you're you're a fish out of water because this mansion is 500 years old i just hope that they don't beat that dead horse all the time and i think they'll do that with thor probably because you know he didn't know what the car was and you know the one guy didn't know what movies were and things like that so you know thor was fun i think he can be good comic relief in that role but in very limited doses not because he's not talented but just you don't want it to be like, oh, you're the fish out of water on every single thing that's going on here, right. or you don't know anything about American culture. Whereas, even though this 250-year-old person is dead, they at least know about American culture,
2: right? Well, I have a couple. I mean, as far as Thor goes, I have two things that I'm hoping that that, I, that they kind of maybe foreshadowed a little bit. Um, number one, I loved in their uh, their um, kind of waking dream sequence about what happens if it becomes a hotel and somebody litters on the grounds and he showed that he had this great environmental stewardship you know of oh you know i i i really enjoy enjoy that and then too now that samantha is kind of the bridge between the land of the living and the world of the dead maybe if if she starts educating them a little bit i kind of doubtful about that because the other ghosts could already be doing that, you know, but I hope that that's something that develops so we don't yeah. get that, oh, another land ship!
1: Can you imagine her and Thor watching like a romantic comedy or something? Or, you know, maybe the Marvel Cinematic Universe and they watch uh, Chris Hemsworth's Thor, oh, and he, and he, and, you know, I mean, obviously, you know, there's a different, you know, different character take on it, but Maybe right. maybe he's like, That's not me or so you know what I mean? That would be fun for a laugh. I do kind of wonder though, my big fear is now that she is that bridge, I wonder if there's gonna be like an episode or two or three where it's like her and her husband are going back and forth about how crazy she is because she's saying right. that she sees ghosts or whatever. Hopefully it's it's one of those things where if the writing, if it's not lazy, you can solve the problem very quickly by saying She could tell one of the ghosts to do something. They do it and sort of prove their existence there. And we solve a gluttony of problems right there with her and her husband fighting about ghosts being real, not real, being at this mansion or not. Very, very quickly, although generally Hollywood doesn't tend to go for the easy, if if you will. But hopefully they, they don't make that a big running joke for the next two or three episodes.
0: Joe's got hard out in about 10 minutes. So I want to make sure we, I can get through this. Um, in terms of plot. Okay. So, you know, the lady dies. Um, the young couple gets the house. They're excited. They don't know what to do. So they end up going to check it out. It's funny when the ghosts see the couple, they're excited for a are like, Hey, this is a young plucky couple. A couple of male ghosts are attracted to the female uh, living person. Uh, but they're they're ready, you know, they're they're excited, they're ready to go. But when they overhear the couple talking about, hey, we're gonna make you the bread and peck uh bread bed and breakfast, they all freak out. They are like, Oh no, this is horrible and everything. Um well, let's go up until the accident, I guess. I don't know, I, I thought it was a good scene setting for I mean, did anything bother you or anything about What happened from them getting to the house to right before the accident? That kind of turns the tide on Uh, that.
2: I I liked that. I liked that it did. I thought it did a relatively efficient job setting the scene. Again, covered a lot of territory. Um, We also, you know, through Jay and Sam's trip down to the basement to the to the boiler or whatever, yeah, hot water for the shower. We met some other spirits down there who apparently have been in the dark and didn't like that very much, and then yeah. brief respite, and then there go the lights again. So, talking that about was, a big cast. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? I'm kind of interested to see, are there attic ghosts we haven't met yet, that yeah. sort of thing. So I, I think it did a good job of, as you say, setting the scene, but also kind of setting up some potentialities that may or may not get explored too much, yeah. but they don't have to be. You know, if, if we just have these characters that, show up every few episodes. Hey, fine. You know, it's a big cast. Maybe it can be more uh, cinematic in that way. You know, you don't, everybody doesn't have to have X number of minutes on screen every week. You know,
1: Craig, I'm I'm glad you brought that up Joe too, because you know, sometimes it's, I think there's you either over explain or under explain in Hollywood, whether it's movies, TV shows, whatever. And sometimes it's better, like less is more, and you don't need mm-hmm. to know everything about the backstory. I'm glad you brought up the bed and breakfast because I just remembered the husband is a personal chef or whatever. He's like a chef. That's it. That was that's his it. job. But, uh, yeah, you know, sometimes it's like you don't need to explain every little detail. Like, okay, they inherited this house. Now they're going to go check it out, spend a weekend there to determine if they want it, whatever. You don't over-explain it by saying, oh, it's this person at this, and it's been in the generation that's done this, and you know, this is where it's been, or this is who she is and where she right. grew up and she went there as a child or whatever. Sometimes you don't need to explain every every little detail, you just need to let it happen, and you know, people will generally be okay with that.
2: Yeah. And that also lets you unveil those details later yeah. if you want to, but hey, it's a plot point in season two or three or four or whatever, you know. Right. Why didn't you tell me about your cousin from Poughkeepsie
0: or whatever? Right. You know, exactly. The major plot I guess, twist, probably for however long the series goes. Um, you know, so the ghosts are freaked out. They're like, hey, we need to get these guys out of here. So pretty funny scene when they try to scare the couple, and um, all their ideas just go haywire. But then they finally knock over a a vase, I guess. And But when they knock it over, the woman trips over the vase, falls down the steps, and it shows her, you know, going to the hospital. Here's what bothers me about this show. And I'm very optimistic about the show. I'm hoping it's The Office 2 or whatever. I didn't like how it was written. Because, yeah, it got very sentimental for a while. Like, the, it, it looked like the guy who had the arrow through his head lost a wife when he had that accident. And, you know, he gets real sentimental by hey, you realize you're not going to be with your spouse anymore. And it shows... Uh, Jay walking down the hospital wing with his wife. And, you know, if you don't know the show, you're like, man, does her story end? Does she die and everything? So it, it comes really sudden little phase. And, you know, we're all married. So we're probably all watching going, yeah, I would think if we left our wife or if our wife died or whatever. And then, then it shows Jay being counseled by the doctor. Going, I'm sorry for your loss of them. Right, you know? right, right. Yeah. Sitting here for a second, going, oh man, she died. Man, right. maybe she becomes a ghost already. And then the doctor's like, oh yeah, the Knicks didn't hold the spread; they lost the Nuggets or whatever. And I'm like, what? <laughs> so apparently, like you know, he bet money, and it didn't go wrong. It went wrong or anything. And then she comes out <laughs> going, hey, with we'll a brace on. <laughs> yeah, you know, for brace on, like That's it. <laughs> maybe this wasn't as big of a deal. And I don't know. I mean, I. I liked how the office went from kind of being serious to being very funny, but went from almost very dramatic serious to very quirky funny. I don't know. I thought that was weird. Did you guys have any thoughts on that?
2: Well, it was interesting too that you know that he was sitting on the bed and the, you know sorry about about your loss and and it was a Knicks game, so they were that they that kind of added that flippant tone back to it. But then moments later, we find out oh no, she was in a coma for two weeks. this wasn't like overnight there was you know it was like oh she bumped her head and has a neck brace and that's it now she sees ghosts no 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 no. she was in a coma she was dead for three minutes she was in a coma for a couple weeks so that was again some seriousness there now I I'm kind of with you Chris I sort of hope we're past most of that I mean the very special episodes I don't dig them so much because they're not we know that you know come on it's it's make me laugh
1: that's what it's supposed to do you know um so you know what though I, I i the more and more we talked about this portion of it it did seem a little strange tonally for the rest of what we watched but let's let's break it down a little further and you're you're talking about this tragedy involving her but what is this show centered around people that have died it's true and arrow through the head you know pantsless death Who <laughs> you know who knows
2: <laughs> at a terror read <laughs> party
1: yeah <it> yeah <laughs> and, the, and the great the great thing about this series is the opportunity that you can tell the backstory of how x y and z ghost died and you could right. you could transport us back to their time of death and show that scene and i mean you're who isn't interested to see why this guy was pantsless at the time of his death right, so, right. I think, you know, at first it was a little, like, strange tonally, and I know what you're saying, Chris, and I understand why, you know, you guys would think that way. But then I thought to myself, well, this is a show about dead people and people that have, you know, even though they're funny and they're into comedy, they've also had, you know, a morbid death, an arrow through right. the neck, more dysentery. Right. So tonally, although it seemed like it didn't jive with it, it kind of does because it's, a, you know, sort of a dark comedy. It's, it's a morbid That's comedy. True.
2: That's true. And, and I hope maybe they explore that some more because, again, as, as we were talking uh, before and in the front of the show, Chris, about looking for new stuff, you know, something that's got a, a decent concept behind it or, or the writing is especially uh, crisp and insightful. Or, or, and, and two, regarding the characters, if we do get to go back and explore some of the backstories, how they got to where they are. I mean if there's maybe just please cbs give just a little bit of money just come on just yeah you know, loosen the purse string so they can actually have some budget to yeah. do some of this stuff because it's i mean it's fertile ground man it's there's a lot of of places to explore if if they get the opportunity to do it you know so i'm cautiously optimistic about the show uh loaded with dead people
0: yeah you know? yeah and to it- to end the episode, and uh, you know, it was funny the way uh, CBS presented, because they almost re- presented the first two episodes as a premiere, but we're just looking at the first half hour of it. Um, you know, they're okay. They come back. Jay's like, hey, we're going to give us a go. I mean, you know, this is what you wanted. I feel bad. I give you a hard time, so we're going to give us a go. She got excited. Uh, she saw the character with no pants on, And I don't think she noticed the no pants, but, you know, she said, boy, you look nice. You don't look like a worker. And he got shocked. He goes, he tells the other ghost, they all appear for the the walls. And it freaks her out, especially when the, whoever the ghost was, was without a head appeared. And obviously that would be really jarring. Right. And it kind of ends (laughs) there. So I don't know. Like I said. And I don't know why I keep comparing it to the Office. I kind of see that a little bit with the bigger cast, but you're hopeful, I, man. <laughs> yeah, hopeful. And I will say, you guys stopped episode one, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Episodes two and three are similar, promising. Um, I know with the Office, uh, Diversity Day was the second episode after Diversity Day. Like, I'm sold. This show's incredible, fantastic, <laughs> everything. I didn't get that feeling after episodes two or three of The Ghost. But I still was very hopeful. I wasn't right. disappointed after episode two and three. Um, yeah, same thing. I mean, not completely sold, but
1: definitely very intrigued by what's upcoming. So, yeah, should yeah. be that, good. It, that potential for a, a, a decent run, I think. It's it may not yeah. be office level or, you know, Big Bang Theory where it's on for a decade, but it's you know, I hey. think if if the ratings continue to stay steady or climb, you know, maybe CBS introduces one of those you know notable characters or something that people can get behind and all of a sudden you know you're you're getting your fifth or sixth season all of a sudden you know you've got 20 episodes a year and it's you know cbs has had some success with with comedies they've had some failures but they also tend to it seems like maybe give a little bit more leeway to ratings and not necessarily put the kibosh on something right away so yeah it maybe has staying power well, and well
0: we're in the Oh, sorry. You good, Jeff? Oh,
2: no. I was just, I was just going to say. I really hope that that if they do follow through on the on the B and D on the bed and breakfast concept, guest stars who's staying yeah. at oh, the bed yeah. and breakfast. Oh, let's talk about just yeah. potential for stories there and for the star power. You know, that could be a way where they. You know, I mean, not that. Bill Murray's going to guest on it, but that'd be hilarious. There's all sorts of, not even you would not even have to write stuff. It just depends on, you know, bring one of the dudes from Supernatural in one week, whatever. You know, I, I think it's just loads of
0: opportunity there if they get the chance to do it. Yep. Well, and you can see by the end of the episode she sees the dead people. Mm-hmm. So, you know, what happens if six years down the road her character dies and she becomes one of the ghosts? Uh, or what if his the, her husband's character dies Right. And now she real he doesn't realize the ghost. I mean, you know, um, you know, th- there's potential. I mean, and that was my fear after watching the first ten minutes of it going. This is a fun, but there's no way it's gonna last over a year. I think it could. Yeah. And here's the other thing too. Even if it failed range wise, and again, all indications soon okay after the first couple weeks. Hey, see, she got Paramount Plus, she got full up Paramount Plus or something. It's mm-hmm. not like the past when you just had you know slots on CBS to fill. I mean you got other content. Yeah. A P Keep anyone. alive. Yeah. 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 You can keep alive. Yeah. Yeah. I, I
2: hey, there's there's some there's again fingers crossed.
0: Hope it hope it happens. <laughs> hope it sticks around. I don't look at Ghost as becoming a potential MA show. I mean unless you got really weird with it. But you know, like here's the other thing. With Paramount Plus I was watching during work today uh, some old episodes of The Good Fight. And if you remember, The Good Fight started as good as The Good Wife, which was a CBS-friendly show. And I'm watching The Good Fight, and they're dropping F-words. And, I mean, you know, it, it's very a more Showtime-friendly show. But that's the freedom you've got on a streaming network that you wouldn't have on regular CBS. So, yeah, I mean, hey, it's a different world. It's not in the past where if it failed after two weeks, you – cancel and throw all the old episodes away. There's plenty of potential. Alright, so what we're going to try to do with this YouTube thing is pick something different each week. I put these guys on the spot. Uh, maybe next week we'll have a week to plan this out a little bit better. But I've got a something to throw out to you real quick. See if you guys like it, or if you have something else, suggest something. We were going to do this a couple weeks ago, but um, Joe, you had a uh, conflict and you know we kind of push things back. Uh, the Manning cast was on oh, ESPN. Yeah. I'm not sure if it's still on there. There's yeah. really not one particular YouTube video, but we could kind of look at YouTube highlights if you guys want to check it out and kind of discuss that next week. Is that something nice and simple we could do next week?
1: Absolutely, yeah, I
0: think so. Yeah, we could do that because I think there's a lot of potential there, not just for hey what happened. I I really think in Let's talk about next week. The cast could change sports broadcasting because, honestly, unless it's my favorite team, I don't want to watch Monday Night Football. I'm sorry. I'm getting a little old in my ways. But, man, if I could have it on the background and listen to mangs talk to sports figures and movie actors, hey, there's potential there. I think it's right. good. So does, does that sound good? Should we do that? That
1: does, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. we can do
0: it. Yeah, help us out, because I know I kind of threw this on you guys. Think about next week. Let's come up with some nominations for the following weeks. But again, in the interest of time, let's just throw out casts. We'll talk about that. And if you're listening to the episode, let us know. We taped these. Uh, for the time being, we're not doing them live. But if you have any questions about casts, let us know. We'll try to answer that on the uh, podcast. Um want to give you guys a very brief chance to promote something, work-wise, personal wise anything Joe you want to throw out there
2: uh, well this okay. <laughs> Which seems like some sort of seems like some sort of uh, you know some sort of a Mobius loop or something I don't know oh yeah um, but uh, I'm I'm kind of sort of all over Twitter uh, liking and retweeting and and, and such um, and have a love of hate relationship with it as I think most people who have functioning brain cells do with Twitter Um so uh you can catch me over there a uh, lot of lot of uh it's, it's a weird mishmash of music and news content and gaming content so uh i'm really uh, grateful for this opportunity to scratch the uh pop culture itch too and so far it's been a blast i had a, I had a lot of fun last week going over yeah. uh going over uh, the breach pratchell bunch, uh and then again ghosts I've, i'm i'm hoping i've found another show to
0: watch add it to the, yeah. add it to the playlist you know so well and the nice thing is and you've listened to joe in the past on this episode on this show we're still going to have ohio content out there we have an announcement coming next week uh we're, we're going to try to split off our feed so you have more ohio content in one feed and pop culture in the other mm-hmm. but from the three of us we're talking Look, we talk Ohio stuff all, all day. It's nice, uh, Joe. Let's—I'll promote both of our things at once. And Craig's too. Support local journalism, moral with Gannett, Ohio. If you're in Ohio, um, you know, it, it, be it the Columbus Dispatch, the Choir, Canton Repository, Acrobat Journal, or whatever papers in the area, please support local journalism. But you know, we look at this as a chance to kind of separate from out a little bit. We'll make comments on COVID when appropriate, but I don't know. Joe, I just talked about Ohio for eight hours today. I want to think about something else. So it's, Absolutely, it's man. fun to talk some pop culture <laughs> stuff too. Really, yeah. yeah.
2: I'll talk about. It. Let's talk about the, the funny show with dead people on it,
0: right? Yes, yes. <laughs> which sometimes it's funny as work stuff, too. But no, I'm just. <laughs> kidding. Um, Craig,
1: you were covering breaking news, but what, what else is going on in your life? Well, uh, starting next week, I'm going to be uh, moving on from the Fremont News Messenger and headed down down near Joe. Uh, at the uh, wow. Clarksville Leaf Chronicle, so I'll be in the same state as Joe. So
2: be about an hour away, man. Yeah. Just a um, hop, skip,
1: and a jump to the northwest. Yeah, <laughs> northwest Indiana. Yeah. So Clarksville Leaf Chronicle. I'll be starting there next Monday.
0: And like I said, we'll still have some Ohio content, but part of the reason why we kind of shift our focus a little bit more pop culture in deference to Craig, because Craig's still going to be part of what we're doing. Uh, Craig's saying farewell to the Fremont News Messenger. But i will definitely still be a part of the Ohioan family of podcasts. And, you know, Craig's going to be busy enough covering Tennessee stuff. So we don't want to say, hey, Craig, in addition to Tennessee stuff, read a bunch of Ohio <laughs> news stories either, right? Right.
1: I would probably still do it anyway. But, uh, right, right. Still, I will. My family's still in Ohio. So I'm still going to, you know, digest as much Ohio news and everything that I can in Ohio. So.
0: Well, we need have an offline conversation, about. we'll still have Ohio stuff out there. We, we're making it work, but we're trying to kind of make it where it's easier to find our pop culture stuff. So, you know, and kind of an SEO thing. Uh, Joe and I worry about the age state for work, so kind of applying what we do at work for here. Um, and I'll – let's see. What, what can I promote? Uh, I haven't even shared this on social yet. I was on Pittsburgh Sports Live. After the Steelers Seahawks game on Sunday, oh. it's kind of a nice. Okay. Uh, they invited me on to talk the game. Problem is, the game was frustrating. It didn't end till twelve thirty. The <laughs> podcast was live and didn't start till one a.m. And yikes! At that point, I was just like, ugh. And I, I podcast about the Steelers for um, SB Nation, but I. I got to the point where I'm like, I love the Steelers, but enough. I mean, Check <laughs> me out. Let me know how you how I did. I, I thought it went well. It was just, I don't know if any of you saw the game. Steelers won, which was good. Had a bunch of weirdness at the end. And, I don't know. It was 1 a.m. I can't stay up. I'm old. I don't like I when my relate. team plays at night. Yeah. <laughs> I usually yep. fall asleep, so I had to drink about 800 cans of Coke to stay awake. So, <laughs> I will probably take about 10 years of, all of my life, but it, it's all good. Um, yeah, and behind uh, got a couple podcasts coming out there this week. Series on the bye week so we're pumping out podcasts to make up for their bye week And then, yeah, check out the rest of our Highland stuff. Um, Laura and I talked to uh, Frazier, and um, we talked to Seinfeld. Uh, Craig's usually on that. Uh, he had to take the week off because of the breaking news. And later tonight, uh, Joe uh, Frost and I, we're going to be talking about, oh, a bunch of food stories. Why are grocery stores out of a bunch of stuff? Uh, USA Today has a story about that. We'll talk about that. And we're also going to talk about the dumb red flags on social media. I'm <laughs> glad that at work we ran a story because it did well online. It's So, Joe, I'm a team player. Congratulations to all of us for picking that story to run. But personally, I'm like, enough. Enough means... Yeah. I am so drowning in emojis good. already. <laughs> but we don't need new ones. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, Joe, apologize to your family for me. Thanks. No again. worries. We're We're appreciate good. you being there. Absolutely. Um, um, thanks for being a part of it. And Craig, as always, thanks for being a part of it too.
1: Absolutely. Thanks
0: for sticking with us, even though you're going to Tennessee. So well, we may have to change the name to Tennessee, but we will probably have a copyright claim for the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll figure something out.
2: All we'll right. get
0: it. For all of us, we'll see you again next week because we're going to talk about the meeting cast. I'm sure our, our Tennessee friend Joe probably has thoughts because Peyton is oh, idle down there. So we'll see what he has to say. Two about thoughts. That. <laughs> yeah, two thoughts.
1: All right. That'll be good. We'll see you next week. Have a good one. All right. Bye-bye.